Welcome to Little Things, your weekly friend meet cute with me, Coastly Cummings. It's cozy time. I want to share with you a list of things I wished I'd packed before moving overseas, before moving to Korea. These are kind of a lot of fun. I've been tracking these on my phone as we've lived here over the last four months and thinking of the things that I really wish I would have just tossed into my suitcase before we left. Oreos, cumin, Lehigh Roller Mills flour, which is very local specific (laughs) to me growing up in Utah and preferring a specific kind of wheat flour that you can only get in Lehigh, Utah. I wish I would have packed whole wheat flour, more really good unsweetened cocoa powder. I packed one big bag of it from Costco, but I wish I would have packed two or three more bags. I wish I would have packed shredded unsweetened coconut flakes. I packed two bags, small bags, just from the grocery store, and I wish wish I would have packed more. I put them in my smoothies. Vanilla, although I don't know if I would have been able to do that. I don't. That could have been a disaster in my luggage if that exploded. Um, more sensodyne. <laughs> um, teeth whitening bleach for my whitening molds because they only sell 15% peroxide here and I usually use 20% peroxide in the US. I wish I would have packed dried basil, coriander, red chili powder, paprika, cinnamon, basically every thing of a giant spice of any kind that's at Costco. And this is because I I know there are like 40 Costco's in Korea. We don't have a car yet, so we haven't gone to Costco yet. And I don't know what spices will be there, but I just wish I would have packed that, brought that with me because I've had to buy some of these spices online and they're a lot more expensive than getting them at your local Costco. I also wish I would have packed three pairs of black leather shoes for school uniforms, which is something that my children's school requires, but I have had the hardest time finding them. I've probably bought 15 different pairs of black leather or faux leather shoes for them, and either their feet are too wide, the shoes are too narrow, the shoes are too wide, they're too big, they're too small, they're too poorly made, they're men's and I thought they were kids, like the sizing, converting, and then making sure to order the right pair, or I'm trying to order on a online retailer that won't take our payment form for whatever reason. I don't know. There's just lots of like verification things you have to do in Korea when you buy things online. And it has been exciting. (laughs) I literally just sat down with my oldest and he tried on eight pairs of black shoes to kind of fit. And I think we can make one of them work. And I ordered five more and I'm returning five of them. So root beer. I don't know how I would have done that safely, but I do sometimes just want root beer. There's a burger place near us that does have bottles of dad's root beer. And we have done that. And that's been fun. Kodiak cakes, which are my favorite pancakes. We add more eggs and my husband makes them for the boys every Saturday. I wish I would have packed more. We can buy them on coupon and they're imported. So they're more, but we can get them. I just wish I would have packed more. I packed three boxes. (laughs) We have them a lot. I wish I would have packed more jeans. A 
this will steam mop because I haven't loved, we've already bought two steam mops and a one broke and the second I don't love and it seems kind of cheap and I just miss my steam mop. I gotta have that steam mop. Cheetos, Claritin, and a pair of Natives shoes for each of my kids for summer. We have a couple that they're growing out of and I can buy them imported, but they're a lot more expensive. And I wish I would have just foreseen that and packed some of them because those are my favorite kid shoes. They're super durable. They can be passed down to little siblings. They're waterproof. They can, and they have closed toes, so their toes don't get hurt. Oh, I just love them. And then these are the things we packed, but wished we hadn't. Hanging art because we are not allowed to put nails or screws in the wall. We can only use like washi tape or something that can be easily removed. The IBM clock from Schoolhouse Electric that my husband designed because we cannot hang it, <laughs> because we can't hang anything on the walls. We, we brought a one kind of heavy round mirror that we love, but again, we can't really hang it. So it's kind of just sitting next to the washer. Um, a rack from our mini fridge that we no longer have. I don't know how that got into our stuff. We have zero use for that. And it's kind of hard to dispose of random big things like that. Um, I wish we hadn't brought any of the lamps we brought. And I put an LOL next to that because I was told that by several people. Just don't worry about bringing small appliances. It'll be more expensive to get the converters than to just buy new appliances here and I still we still brought a couple lamps and a big floor lamp and we really shouldn't have um I wish we hadn't brought our Samsung TV because we should have just bought one here because it's a Korean company and it would have already already been ready to go with the right plug also it broke in the move and they replaced it Samsung replaced it Literally two days later, my son was riding his little trike in the house and ran into it and it broke. So kids clothes they didn't wear before and they still don't wear. I swear I got rid of like most of their clothes and toys before we left. But still somehow we have like shirts and pants and shorts and weird mismatched socks. And I'm like, how did these make it into our stuff? I do not know. And we bought, we brought our kitchen trash can. Well, this is not any kitchen trash can. I can't remember the name of the brand, but we spent too much time looking for a trash can that looked nice, that was going to last, that was actual metal, that was white, that we wouldn't hate, and that we'd be able to have like kind of forever. Well, it turns out in Korea, like you use specific um, citywide trash bags and food trash bags and recycling bags. I'm probably missing something. Yeah, that's like the main group. So anyway, you you sort all your trash, every kind of trash, and you really would never use a typical like large kitchen trash bag, like a glad tr kitchen trash bag or something like that. You, that's like prohibited. You do not use that kind of stuff here. So having this large, tall kitchen trash can that is beautiful really makes no sense for us here. So I have it in our laundry room. It's supposed to be used, it's all clean, it's supposed to be used for dirty laundry, but the reality is I just put the dirty laundry on top of it and never inside. 
because it's a little deep for me to reach into. Any, anyway, one of those like weird things we brought and then it's just kind of sitting there and I don't want to get rid of it. And the last thing is, I do not know how they made it with us, but I brought two pairs of like dirty old sneakers of my own that I can't seem to let go. I'm not going to wear them here. I don't know why I have them. I've always kept them in the past because I would keep a pair under my side of the bed in case there was like an earthquake or fire or something and I need to throw shoes on because that's something I grew up learning and I just want to be prepared. But now I have these and we have a low bed with drawers on the side. I can't put them under my side of the bed and I don't know why I brought these dirty old sneakers thousands of miles. I do not know. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Sharing this list of all the things that I wish I would have packed before moving or the things that I wish I hadn't packed before moving has made me think about why we choose to keep something or let something go. Like what is the process we go through to decipher this is something I need to hold on to or something that I can surrender. And this is a much bigger idea than what we pack when we move, whether that's to the house next door or to an entirely different neighborhood or a different city or a different country, the other side of the world. We're always having to decide if we're going to hold on to what we have around us, like the physical objects or or something much bigger, like beliefs or others' beliefs or certain relationships or things that are heavy for us and how do we decide if we're going to hold on to those or let them go or figure out if they're helping us or hurting us and to me a lot of that just feels the same like the things that we keep around us I often feel like there's things that I keep around me even though I need to let them go but I do it on purpose because I'm not ready to let them go just like how there's things in life that I'm like, ah, I need, I know that doesn't sit right with me, but I'm not ready to let it go yet. Um, kind of like the dirty sneakers I mentioned. I don't know how we moved here with two pairs of dirty sneakers. I don't know why I have two pairs of dirty sneakers here. Like, I will never wear them. I don't know. I just wasn't ready to let them go. I wasn't ready to come to terms with the fact that I will no longer need those sneakers that have helped me run many miles or walk many miles and have been to a couple different cities with me and been through a lot with me. Like those are the same sneakers I like through in my hospital bag, um, having kids and they've just kind of been a weird comfort for me, like having those um, in my closet or in my, under my bed just having those knowing like, oh yeah, I have, I have history as a runner. <laughs> I used to be a runner. I used to be more athletic and, and active and, um, present in my body and really comfortable and strong in my body, but I'm not anymore, but I kind of hold on to those shoes, I think, because it reminds me of a time where I devoted a lot of energy and love to devote to using my bodies and 
big way, what felt like big ways, like in really fun ways. I loved to run and I haven't done that so much for a long time. Um, so I think I keep those around me because of that. But, and then there's just some other things. Like I think I held on to random knickknacks moving here because I just wasn't ready to part with them. And the truth is we have a storage unit back in the States that is overflowing with stuff that I am sure we will return to unlock, open, go in and say, why in the world did we keep this? Like, why did we keep this weird chair we never liked? Why did we keep these kids clothes that none of the boys will fit anymore and would have been better to give to someone else? Why did we keep this electronic that like we knew would probably be outdated within a year, let alone five years it's just interesting. Sometimes you're just not quite ready to let that stuff go. But I would love to hear what are examples that you have of, of times where you felt compelled to let things go or you kind of consciously, but maybe unconsciously, held onto things and packed them to take you to, take you to a new place or a new season of your life, even though you kind of knew in your heart of hearts that it really wasn't going to work for you. I want to hear your experiences about this. Um, you can email me and I'll put that in the link in um, the show notes. I was going to say link in bio in, in the show notes. Um, or you can message me on Instagram. That's probably the other best way is to send me a direct message. And it's at Coastly Cummings, K-O-S-E-L-I-C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S. Um, but I want to hear what you choose to keep with you and what you let go. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Little Things. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can hear about all the new episodes. And if you want to follow along a little more, hop on Instagram and follow me at Coastally Cummings. And you can also subscribe to my newsletter at coastally.substack.com.